I'm Luke Summerhays, and I love Oddish. The Oddish family are a strange bunch. Oddish itself is simplistic, but incredibly cute. And, as we'll discover shortly, it has a surprising amount of emotional cachet. It evolves into Gloom, who has a certain notoriety thanks to being described as the weed Pokemon. Cue Snoop Dogg and some air horns here. From there it can become Vileplume. A big beautiful flower, which seems misnamed in a medium with no odours. Or Blossom, the only evolution to lose one of its dual types in the evolving process. Like everyone on the planet, I spend an unreasonable amount of time reliving awkward things I said to people in the past. One of those times revolves around Oddish. You see, the younger sister of my childhood best friend was a big Oddish fan. She was under the impression she'd created Oddish, having made up a very similar design when she'd first become aware of the franchise, but that's beside the point. Our story takes place when we sat down to watch the second Pokemon movie on VHS. More specifically, the Pikachu shorts at the start. As the scene with Belossum approached, I turned to my friend's sister and said, Oddish won't be your favourite member of that family for long. In my childhood, in my childish idiot head, it made sense. She was a girl, she'd love this girl Pokemon in a flowery dress. When I turned out to be, obviously, incorrect in my assumption, I realised how patronising and sexist a comment it was and I grew a little that day. Not much, mind, I'm still five foot seven. So, to this day, I love Oddish as much out of my own childhood guilt as any actual affection. What is an Oddish? In simple terms, it's a little blue plant bulb with a face and feet, running around with leaves on its head. If it plonks itself into the ground, it would be impossible to tell it from the other plants around it. If we look at some of the more specific details, we can see that Oddish draws inspiration from a particular mythological plant. The Pokemon Stadium Pokedex entry says, Burrows underground in the day, exposing only its leaves. It is said to scream loudly if anyone tries to yank it out. The Mandrake is a plant from ancient mythology, popularised by the Harry Potter books and films. Recall the scene in the first movie, where everyone wears earmuffs and repots the gross, screaming root babies. At level 21, Oddish evolves into Gloom. Overall, Gloom is just a bigger Oddish, with a different plan. It has a dazed, drooling expression, hinting at the poisonous and paralysing moves it has, and giving even more ammunition to the weed Pokemon gags. Most interestingly, the plant develops into a very distinctive flower, Combined with Pokedex entries discussing the foul stench, we can infer that the flower is based on the Rafflesia. The Rafflesia is a real-world jungle flower, which is infamous for giving off a stench like rotten flesh. It's therefore pretty unsurprising that Gloom has recently gained the poison type. 
and gloom, there are two ways to go. With a leaf stone, it evolves into vile plume. Vile plume is a little bit taller, a little bit cooler, a bit of a baller, with a prettier flower, less vacant expression, and a much bigger flower. The Pokedex entry stopped talking about the foul stench, and instead referred to vile plume having the world's biggest petals. This is also true of the real life Rafflesia. And just in case anybody wasn't sure that was the inspiration, Pokemon's Japanese name is Ruffresia. As of the second generation though, Gloom can use a Sunstone to evolve into Blossom instead. As I mentioned earlier, Blossom has the dubious honour of being the only Pokemon to go from a dual type, in this case Poison and Grass, to a single type Pokemon through evolution. It loses all the Rafflesia references, and instead becomes a more humanoid version of a Mandrake. As a greenish plant lady with a flowery skirt, I'm actually surprised Blossom was never given a fairy type. It reminds me of the Children of the Forest from European Folklore or Song of Ice and Fire. It also has elements of hula dancers. If Blossom hadn't been introduced as an alternative evolution in the second generation of games, it's easy to imagine the same design becoming a lowland vileplume in the seventh. Jonathan Cromie, composer for the show, had this to say. Oddish is... unremarkable. And I started off with blue anyway, making it more so. Gloom is appropriately disgusting, given it's a proto-Rafflesia. Compare contrast Vileplume, who's just too adorable for what it is. Velocum was saved from an original, faintly problematic design, see the beta, and just became ignorable instead. Well, Jonathan hasn't had much love for Oddish. Friend of the show, and main one of the in-hiatus sister show Monster Mash, James J. Moyles had this to say. So, Oddish is my all-time favourite Pokemon, which, if, to be honest, everyone I've said that to, the first reaction is, what? Why do you like that dumpy little purple plant? It's just got a silly little face and some leaves on its head. Like, why? There's so many others out there. Um... But I, I do have a real genuine reason as to why Oddish is my all-time favourite. And it kind of stems from a story from my, my childhood. See, when I was a kid, um, the Pokemon movie was huge. And, uh, you know, if you were around at that time there, I'm sure you, you remember the, the furore over the Pokemon first movie in cinemas. Um, Burger King were actually giving away uh, gifts along with their Happy Meal equivalent, uh, tying in with the first Pokemon movie, including Little Soft Bean Bag Toys. Um, so, well, much like any kid at the time, I really wanted to get Pikachu or one of the starters or, you know, a legendary, something like that. I wanted to get a gift kind of tied into that, but instead I got a little beanbag Orish toy instead. Um, I'm not going to lie, I think there was an initial sense of disappointment, um, as I did want one of the other ones, but, you know, that was my that was my Pokemon, that's what I was given. So. I decided, let's, let's, let's pal about, let's have some adventures. So I would take Oddish pretty much absolutely everywhere I went when I was younger. So my Game Boy Color ran out of power, I wasn't going to play the games. I would play with Oddish instead, we'd have our own adventures. Um, and, you know, we'd, we'd, we'd pal about. I was a trainer, Oddish was my Pokemon. Um, Oddish got up to some other adventures with my help there as well, because for some reason I decided that Oddish really should be uh, a grass flying type for some reason and should be able to use its leaves to fly. I was, you know, six or seven, please please don't ask any more than that, that's 
the mind of a young child. But um, what I decided to do to try and help Origin Adventures to change its type, I would, I would throw Origin up in the air and catch it on the way back down. Um, but as you would expect by throwing a toy high up in the sky, um, there were a couple of occasions where it didn't actually end up very well for Oddish. Um On one time, Oddish landed on the roof of my home. Luckily, I live in a bungalow, just a one-story house, so we were able to get a ladder out. My dad was able to go up to the roof and save Oddish from its tiled prison there. But uh, there was another occasion that didn't go so well for Oddish. Um, we were around at my aunt's house, and um, during one of Oddish's many attempts at flight, um, Oddish soared over the wall into my aunt's neighbour's garden. Now, normally that would be no problem. You would think, well, just go knock on the neighbour's door saying we were an idiot, could we get that little toy back there? You know, much like you've probably done if you've kicked a ball into a neighbour's garden before. But, um, unfortunately, the neighbour was away on holiday for a few weeks there, and I was understandably a bit upset at that because, you know, Oddish would be out in the rain, get wet, might be even totally lost. I might not actually get Oddish back. So my mum came to the rescue. She managed to scale the wall and I'm not gonna lie, it wasn't like a wall you could just hop over, it was one she actually genuinely had to climb across. Um, but my reunion with Oddish wasn't assured as of yet. I heard from her across the wall, I'm gonna need a bit of help with this one James. So with my aunt's help I too got over the wall and no word of a lie, it was a purple and green jungle. So many just purple and green plants there. It, I, I couldn't believe my eyes. I genuinely couldn't make this up there. I was trying. It was absolutely covered with purple and green plants. And that made me a bit more upset because I thought, well, that's it. Oddish is doomed. You know, we're, we're here now, but we're never going to find him. He's lost. He's in camouflage. Um, but after what felt like hours of searching, which, let's face it, was probably only about 10 or 15 minutes tops, my mum was successful in retrieving Oddish. And we were reunited, um, gloriously reunited. And I think after that day, I decided that Oddish was, you know, much more suited to being a grass poison type, and uh, we should probably abandon its attempts to, to learn fly. But I didn't stop our adventures from rolling on there across the years. I've actually made a habit in every Pokemon game that I've played since to use an Oddish for at least part of my journey in that game. Uh, you know, I try and have a bit more of a varied team come the end game, but Oddish is important to me. I like to have it along for part of the ride every game I've played. As for the soft toy, as for my, my own special Oddish, um, as I grew older and kind of soft toys weren't exactly cool any longer there, I decided to take a leaf out of Ash, Kem Ash Ketchum's book and much like he did in the anime, uh, I left Oddish with my parents, uh, with, uh, with my mum to be, uh, to be specific, much like Ash did with his Pokemon at Oak's lab. Oddish now actually rides around on the dashboard of mum's car and you can take it in the sunshine and see the local sites. Um, so I do get a chance to see him whenever I visit my mum. And I adore that little guy, and I always will. And that's why I love Oddish. I can't say I love Oddish as much as Jay there. That said, I like to think I've become a little more woke since the days of my Blossom faux pas, and maybe Oddish and family helped me a little on that journey. Music for Loop Club's Pokemon was created by Jonathan Cromie. Artwork for the show is by Katie Groves. If you're interested and you enjoy the show, please do give us a 5-star rating and review on iTunes, and share this podcast with your Pokemon-loving friends. If you have anything to say about the next couple of Pokemon we'll be covering, Paris and Venonat, let me know all about it. I'm on Twitter and Facebook at LukeLovesPKMN, and you can email the show at LukeLovesPKMN at gmail.com. I love Oddish. And remember, I love you too.
Smoke weed every day.